0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip Lacour. I'm so glad you're joining me for this Workouts for Older Men podcast. It's day number 62 of the 100 Days Workouts for Older Men challenge. And in this podcast, I want to tell you the five worst diet tips to follow when you are older. The five worst diet tips to follow when you're older. Now, I know what you're going to be thinking when I tell you these. You're going to say, what are you talking about? That's exactly what I was told to do. I was told that that is the best diet tip to follow when I'm older. right? Well, I'm going to explain myself right? because I want you to get the answers that you need, not some short-term fixes that may or may not work but aren't sustainable. So in this podcast, I'm going to tell you the five worst diet tips to follow when you are older and why. I want to do that for you and a whole lot more in this podcast. Hello, hello, hello and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip LaCorn. I'm so glad you're joining me for this Workouts for Older Men podcast. It's day number 62 of the 100 days of Workouts for Older Men challenge. And In this podcast, I want to tell you the five worst diet tips to follow when you are older. The five worst diet tips to follow when you are older. I'll tell you there's so much information out there. You probably hear from a lot of the fitness experts, oh, there's a bunch of bad information, right? And let me just tell you, first of all, that comes from a unique perspective, right? Uh, most fitness p- experts, they're young, they're passionate, uh, they've been doing a long time. Uh, they've excelled at higher and higher levels. That's what makes them a fitness expert, right? So their perspective sometimes it's tough to relate to the basics that really matter that you need, that you need just know what are the basics, let's not complicate it, and you get better and better at those without being distracted by all the details that may not matter as much, that may be technically, I guess, directionally right, but they don't make such a big impact, it's not that big of a deal in the big picture, but because of their journey, and they got more and more refined, uh, more and more sophisticated, it's really important to them, and it really matters. Right, because they dissected it and, and analyzed it, Right, so a lot of times what's really important or it sounds really important sounding and as they stack up against each other, all the other fitness experts and that type of, of talking, that dialogue back and forth and that comparing and contrasting, sometimes you get lost in the shelf. You don't need to understand that. It's not necessary. It's just confusing you. There are details that really may be technically right, directionally right, I guess, but the impact is minimal, especially for what you're trying to do. It's interesting, all right? It seems like it's important, but it's not, all right? And that's with training, but it's also with dieting. And I'll tell you this, uh, most men, most older men, don't even want to address the dieting. They just want to know about training. They just want to avoid it altogether. So if you make it so confusing, that just ensures they're not going to fall through, right? It's too confusing. Let me just worry about something else, and that's the biggest challenge. And I talk about how important is diet is, and I'm not going to tell you that again. Not only have you heard that from me a million times, if you've been doing this long enough, you hear it from the experts, how the nutrition is. You've got to get, lose that fat, nutrition to build muscle, whatever it is. It's still a hard concept to understand how important it is, even when you intellectually know that. Right, so there's a lot of information out there. I can just tell you, these uh, five worst diet tips to follow when you're older, probably every single one of them. You heard just the opposite that I'm saying that, what are you talking about? See, I was told to do that exact thing, and I heard all these reasons to do those things. Listen, I'm not trying to be controversial. I'm not t- trying to go against the grain uh, to sound like I'm smarter than anyone else, I'm certainly not trying to confuse you. I'm not trying to be controversial. I'm not doing this for clicks, all right? I'm doing it because it is what you need to do when you're an older man and all the things you don't need to do. So these are the five worst diet tips to follow when you're older. And again, I know what you're going to be thinking. I heard just the opposite. I heard that was empowering. That was a best tip. I'll say, okay, so what are they? Number one, Uh, The worst diet tip to follow when you're older is to avoid the scale. Don't weigh yourself, all right? Now, I know why that's being told to you, right? Because, you know, you can get really distracted. You can be doing everything right, and you may not be losing the weight that you want. Or you might be gaining weight, and you might think it's muscle. The weight on the scale is really deceiving, Right? But it is a valuable tool when you know how to read it, right? When you know the fluctuations or what the weight gains are, you know what to look for. It's the most valuable tool. So because you don't know how to use it, just saying, oh, just avoid it. Just forget it. Let's throw it out there because you probably won't understand it. It's too confusing. Just That's basically what you're being told. That's the reason why this valuable tool isn't being used because you don't know how to use it and no one has taken the time to explain to you how to use it, right? So if if you're getting fat and you think you're gaining muscle and you thought you gained 10 pounds of muscle on the scale and you can look on the scale and you see that as empowering, then, you know, and you're using 10 pounds as some type of gauge, uh, yeah, then you don't know how to read it. You shouldn't have ever gotten on the scale. You're misreading the scale, right? If you're doing everything right, maybe you're on a low-carb diet, and I'll talk about some other (laughs) things, uh, one of the, you know, the dieting tips you hear all these things, right? And and you're just totally depleted. Maybe you just dieting hard, right? And then you were to uh, just kind of eat up, not a cheat meal, just eat a regular amount of food, a regular healthy amount of carbs or something like that. You could blow up five pounds, and if you don't know how to read the scale, it's certainly not muscle, and it's certainly not fat. You cannot read this, know how to read the scale. You can do a week of hard work. Maybe a couple of weeks hard working, you get on the scale two weeks later, and you weigh the same. And you might go, on, well, I thought I was looking better. I certainly did everything right with my training, my eating, but it says I'm the same. Something's now wrong. Do I need to change train my training program, my diet. You don't know how to read the scale. right? The scale is a valuable tool. Just like with your budget, you got to know your budget. You cannot do it. You can go, you can be fine, but it's a valuable tool, so you just, uh, I just don't spend enough and I don't make enough or whatever, right? So... It's how to use it. you got to know the fluctuations. I actually have my men so they learn it, don't avoid it, to weigh themselves every morning and every night. There's going to be uh, a difference from the morning and the night, even when you do everything right. That Those couple pounds you may gain during the day, it's not muscle and it's not fat. That's just how the body works. It also varies day to day to day. So I have my guys weigh themselves every morning and every night, but they know what to look for. And so they use it this scale. I've got guys who just avoid the scale and they get on the scale. yeah, you know, they just lose track. They're 10 pounds heavier. Five weeks later and say, "Hey, my diet didn't work. And I'm thinking, well, you know, you just found out, you just found out that you weighed uh, 10 pounds more, just woke up one day, 10 pounds more? Oh well, uh, yeah, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't weigh myself. Well, that was part of the thing. That would never happen if you kept it monitored, right? So avoiding the scale. Uh, not weighing yourself, just forgetting about it. It'll confuse you. That is the worst dieting tip advice to follow, number one, right? Number two, not counting calories, not knowing how much you eat. Now, let me just make this perfectly clear. When I'm saying you got to know how many calories that you are eating, Right, I'm, uh, and you need to count those calories. You can't just guess, right? How many calories? You just can't say, "Oh, I'm not going to eat a lot." You got to count your calories. I'm not necessarily saying you got to do that every single day for the rest of your life, but you got to know how many calories you're eating. Is it a little? Is it a lot? Is your body adjusting? Do you need more? Do you need to eat less? More than what? What are you just doing? Eyeballing how many calories? What's the, What do you do? There's so many. I don't count my calories, and they say that proudly. Yeah, you're also 20 or more pounds overweight, you can't lose the fat, all right? And there's nothing that you're doing. It's bottom out, right? Well, what's the plan? Eat less? Less than what? Move more? What's the plan? You know, you got to know how much food you're eating. You got to, in every type of, uh, you know, you got to know the some of the variables. You can't have everything just a guesswork. If you're serious about this, and again, you know, if you're serious about this, you probably eat the same foods at the same time, seventy percent of the time. If you're like most men, it doesn't take a lot to know how many calories that is. You got to know if you make adjustments or your body is adjusting, and you, you got to go up or down or whatever. But you got to be able to count calories. I don't mean that you got to do that every single day for the rest of your life. That's not sustainable. But you won't need to do that. But you got to know how many calories you're eating. That's just totally avoiding it, like uh, the like the. Uh, passionate fitness experts do There's a reason why they do. Because, you know, your calories, your body will adjust. And, you know, you could be eating 2,500 calories. You could be burning that up. And if you just eat, eat, eat instinctively, because you're so active, you're so into it, you the, that amount should be 3,500 calories. So there's a reason why, you know, uh, they don't count them because they're going instinctively, but they're all into it. And they learned it at one time. All right? So if you think you're going to master this, uh, and not even know how many calories you eat, just gas or whatever it is that you're doing, not eat, quote, unquote, bad foods, it's not going to work. Not when you're older and you need to lose the tough 20 pounds, that last 20 pounds. you got to know what you're doing. All right, so the uh, number two, and these aren't necessarily order of importance because they're all th- going to throw you off. The five worst diet tips to follow when you're older is to not count your calories. Right? And I don't mean counting every single day. You've got to know how much you're eating. Right. Number three is uh, to average out your calorie intake. Now, this is something that you know I found unique. I'm just thinking, wow, that's creative, right So it's when you maybe you're counting your calories and you are uh, thinking, oh, I should eat twenty five hundred calories, something like that, right And so they give themselves uh, this this uh, uh, ability, this uh, flexibility that, oh, I can eat uh, 4,000 one day, and I'll just make it up the next day, but eating a eating 1,000. Or 3,000, I'll just make just 500 less. As, and it's like, as long as it averages out, I can have five bad days in a row, as long as I have five under days. As, as long as I'm averaging out that amount, let's say, they do know how many calories, and they do have a goal of 2,500 calories. Uh, at least every seven Roman. Numeral, Roman calendar days, seven days, uh, all those totals, up and down and up and down, whatever, as long as they average out to 2,500 calories, I'm good. I don't. That's not how it works. Consistency, consistency, consistency. And the more consistent you want to be, the better. The body thrives on regular regularity, and uh, I'll tell you. When you get regularly, the metabolism will be more and more optimized, and, you know, it's just a term I'm using to run efficiently. But you can't be if you're all over the place. It's not okay to be all over the place as long as, you know, it averages by, by I don't know, the, the, over um, seven times the earth revolves around the sun or whatever you're thinking. No, it's consistency every single day. So as long as it averages it out, that's not good enough to take it to the level that you want. Uh, the fourth uh, worst diet tip to follow when you're getting older is just to eat clean. Just eat clean. I don't know how many calories. You have. I just eat the good foods. I just eat clean. Let me just tell you something. Your body doesn't know the difference between clean food or dirty food, <laughs> whatever that means. Uh, healthy foods, not processed foods. It doesn't matter when it comes to dieting to lose body fat. Right? Uh, the body can handle not so healthy food, whatever that is, and, and besides, everybody has a different definition of what healthy is and clean is anyway, <laughs> right? I mean, one guy's Subway sandwich is the cleanest food possible, and someone else can say, that's not clean. You know, that's clean. Clean is uh, chicken breast and, and broccoli and brown rice, right? Some people say, uh, you mean a breakfast burrito? That's That's clean. Pancakes, like my mom used to cook, that, that's clean. So they all can work if you know what you're doing, but clean as the standard doesn't work. Here's the other thing. If you're eating too many calories or too few calories, doesn't matter if it's clean, dirty, or anything in between, it's not going to help you diet. To, it, you know, it, Look, just doing all this stuff, if you just kind of wash it, you might do better than most, but that's not a, when you want to know how this all works – right, and you want to do it forever and make it sustainable, you can't just eat clean, whatever that means anyway, right, because it's going to be different than anybody and just think that that's going to, you know, create a caloric deficit for you and it's going to help you understand your body, all right, and eat the right amount of food for you that's not too much, not too little, right, eating clean is, is not a standard that you can work with, all right, you got to know what you're doing, is, it's with those calories, all right. And the fifth one, and this is very popular, and just like all of these things, if you do the things that I'm talking about, there are benefits, uh, but there are drawbacks, and the benefits aren't really what you think. And so the fifth one is probably the most popular one, is to avoid carbs. Avoid carbohydrates in your diet, right? And that's a strategy. Let me tell you something. If you avoid carbohydrates... It's it's probably one nutrient, a macronutrient, that you're probably going to overeat, because if you're watching what you're doing, you're probably not eating too much fat. Maybe you get the nuts, and you kind of lie to yourself, oh, it's good fat, or avocado, maybe too many calories, right? You know, maybe sometimes, but when you're watching yourself, you avoid the fats. Protein, doesn't matter how good a steak is, or lean fish, or chicken, anything. You're not going to overeat that, but carbs... We have a way of lying to ourselves. Well, it's just rice, it's just pasta, it's just potato, it's healthy. I'm not talking about vegetable carbs, because you can probably eat as many of those type of carbs, but people don't want to eat those. It's so satisfying eating carbs. It's so easy to overeat. So if your strategy is to uh, avoid carbs, man, you're going to cut so many calories out of your diet and not cheat as much. All right. So it's a strategy that works to avoid carbs, why? But calories ingested versus calories burned is going to lower your caloric total. It's a good dieting strategy because of that, not because of the carbohydrates. And I, I've got guys that swear they're carbohydrate sensitive. Right? That their body just doesn't handle. I tell you, it works when you avoid carbohydrates. Maybe not for the reasons why you think, but it, it, it does work. Keeps that caloric total. Down. Another thing, uh, when you uh, avoid carbohydrates, your muscles there's you don't have as much glycogen in them. There's not as much fluid. You'll be a few pounds lighter just by eating so little calories, no carbohydrates, no carbohydrates, with glycogen in the muscle. You burn what you uh, what you eat or more. Your muscles are flat and delayed. You're lower on the scale. Hey, this diet works. It does, but some of those pounds aren't real pounds. You know you're gonna have less strength, are those calories that you're eating, that you're burning everything out, what's making it so low, that's not sustainable. Plus, you're going to be bitchy all day with no carbs, right? So it may work. You can have 30%, 40% of your diet with carbohydrates, all right? <laughs> you can and still get lean when you know what you're doing, right? So again, the, the five worst diet tips to follow when you are older is, one, avoiding the scale. not weigh yourself that's too tricky, it's just confusing, so you just avoid it altogether. Number two, not counting calories, so you have no idea how much you're eating, you just, I don't eat too much, or whatever you say, I eat the right foods. Number three, you think that you can be all over the place as long as it generally averages out that you're eating whatever caloric total, you think that's not how it works, that's not good, it seems like it would be a good strategy, right, It's, it's better than not measuring at all, but you can't be inconsistent like that and think that you're bo- doing your body a favor. Right, four is just saying, well, you eat clean. Whatever that means, that that's the threshold, that's the standard, eating clean. Even if it was whatever clean, it doesn't matter. And number two is, what if it's too many calories and it's clean? Because it can be. You can eat too much rice, too much chicken, right? too much of the clean food, too much good fat. Or you can eat that same combination of good, clean food and not enough to optimize your metabolism. And you just are eating too, uh, too little food and you just slam it to a wall. You don't know it because you don't even know how many calories you You're just eating clean food and you can't lose that last 20 pounds. It's not going to work that way. All right? And then just think as avoiding carbs. And now, again, it does work. Maybe not for the reasons why you think it's not sustainable. It's not real. So number five, probably the most common one these days, is just to avoid carbs, even believing uh, that you have, um, you're sensitive to carbs. Your body just doesn't work well with carbs. It may seem that way, all right? when you don't understand what's going on. I can go on and on, all right, uh, cheat days, cheat meals, trigger your body into a fat-burning mode and all those types of things to rationalize. I mean, I can go on and on, but I, I, these are the five that you got to know. Because these are the five uh, that you probably heard, what, that? What, I heard the exact thing that's what I was supposed to do, Skip. You're telling me that's the worst? I heard it was the best. Well, hopefully, I can make a, a podcast for every single one of these topics individually. Who knows? I might and go into detail, but hopefully I explained why and you stack that with everything of these podcasts, all right? So, hey, if you want some help with your particular, you gonna just cut the, through this Confusion, training, nutrition, I'll set you straight. I'll give you a a, a plan that's specific to you so you can just move forward with certainty and confidence. I can explain all these things to you. Reach out for one-on-one coaching. right. uh, Definitely go to skipfacore.com. Reach out to me. uh, My number to text me. We'll see if it's a good fit for you. It's in the description of this podcast. Reach out. All the guys have. See if it's a good fit for you. All right. So that's going to do it for this Workouts for Older Men podcast here today and day number 62 of the 100 days of workouts for older men challenge the five worst diet tips to follow when you're older i hope that's helpful reach out and let me know have a great day and hey remember we got to live with a sense of urgency when we're a little bit older because we got more time behind us than we do in front of us have a great day